big news this week that Brendan McCullum is going to be the new coach of the England Test team. One man who knows Brendan McCullum probably as well as anybody and also knows a thing or two about coaching successful cricket teams is former Black Caps coach Mike Hessen, who now coaches the Royal Challengers Bangalore in the IPL. He had a long and successful tenure as Black Caps coach, much of it with Brendan McCullum as Black Caps captain. Mike Hessen is with us out of India. Mike, thanks for joining us on Weekend Sport on ZB. What was your reaction, first of all, when the news was confirmed that Brendan McCullum was to be England's new test cricket coach? Oh, look, there was obviously lots of rumours floating around uh, in the days leading up to his appointment, but uh, I think once I initially saw it, I thought, well, that's probably a pretty good fit um, in terms of, you know, what potentially the the England test team needs. Um, And I guess for Brendan, his next challenge, I mean, he's certainly someone who who thrives on uh, you know taking on some some pretty challenging roles. So uh, yeah, I was delighted for him to be fair. When you were Black Caps coach and Brendan was Black Caps captain, could you see a future coach in him? Oh look, I think anybody who's a a successful captain um, you know has a lot of attributes to flow on you know to become a coach. Um, I think a lot of them are. Um, you know, uh, sort of intertwinable. So um, I did. It was whether he had the passion to do it. I mean, when you've, I guess, travelled around that much uh, in the international game, you know, you've been away from your family for so long, how quickly you'd want to do that transition. Um, But, I mean, he he pretty much quickly went into the T20 circuit and uh, found his feet there after having a few gigs around the world. So uh, I guess this this is quite a distinctly different challenge than those T20 leagues, however. Absolutely. I want to talk about that in a sec. But but whether it's red ball or white ball cricket, Mike, what do you see as the really important factors in successfully coaching an elite cricket team? Well, I think it's about being able to sell a vision that, that everybody in the team is willing to buy into. Um, you know, the way you want to play the game, the way you want to be known as a team, the, the attributes that are, that are important, you know, when you're looking and selecting players. Um and then I guess a bit of a pathway in terms of where you see yourself being in you know two, three, four years time as a team, and and making sure that that everybody who comes into that environment actually helps feed that vision. Um, it can't be driven by one man, but one man can sort of help help set it up, and then certainly needs a lot of help to to drive it. But sport's often about instant gratification, isn't it? But particularly uh, among fans and, and I guess to a lesser extent administrators. Uh, so when you talk about a vision and, and three or four years down the track, how do you marry that up with trying to win the next game? Yeah, I mean, that is the challenge, especially. Yeah, I mean, I'm pleased he's got a four-year term because at least he's understood and and the administrators have understood that it's not a short-term fix. Um, but you, you do need to get some success along the way to reinforce the fact that you're heading in the right path. So, and that'll be for fans and um, and stakeholders that if you, yeah, if you keep selling the vision for two, three, four years time, um, it can give you a little bit of time to show improvements, but not a lot. Um, you know, if you lose one series, the, you know, there'll certainly be some chatter. If you lose a couple, especially at home, then, uh, you know, the knives will be out. So, uh, you know, Brendan's well aware how it works, and, and he's also got he's actually got enough material there from a skill perspective. Um, to get some some good performances at home, at least initially. Um, and that's where he's going to start. And then I guess from there, uh, by the time he starts playing away from home, he would have actually got to know the group and, and got to know the ones that he wants to uh, make sure he keeps on the side. 
a phrase you hear a lot here is um, is man management, and and I I guess in, in cricket in particular, where you know you've got specialist coaches to to talk about cover driving and, and bowling an off cutter, that the man management must be important. But what what does it actually mean, and and how does it look when it is done well? Well, I think it's about firstly just getting to know the players that you're working with and getting to know what the current environment is. You know, rather than I think anybody who comes in and goes, yeah, I'm a great man manager those guys don't come straight into the environment and just try and um, enforce their views straight away. You know, there'll, there'll be a lot of things or there'll be some things that the team you go into are actually doing quite well. And you probably need to first, you know, work out what that is and work out who are the main people that drive that culture in the team. And then probably contrary to that, who are the ones that actually divide the culture? Um, who are the ones that, that create some challenges? And, and then you get to build yourself a bit of a picture around, you know, which individuals you need to work with and and probably ultimately which individuals aren't willing to, to make that change and move in the same direction. So uh, I think one thing that, that Brennan's very good at is, is building those relationships with players and, and forming his own views on, you know, the, the types of people and types of players that he, he wants to stay on the side. As you've said, uh, he's cut his teeth in, in white ball cricket in the IPL. Um, what about the particular intricacies of the longer form game? Are there are there things that uh, you know that he'll have to really develop as part of his red ball coaching? I think when you've played over a hundred Test matches and you've captained, you know, I'm not sure how many, but but enough to um, to sort of understand the intricacies of of day to day and playing the longer game. Uh, you know, he's got a, a heck of a lot of knowledge in the tank there. I think we know he hasn't coached at that level, um, and but he's, as I said, got plenty of experiences to draw on. He's also got a number of guys in that dressing room who have played uh, over 100 test matches as well. So he's got a lot of experience, at least initially, to to draw down on the likes of Anderson and Broad and, um, you know, Root from a, a batting point of view. Obviously, um, you know, Stokes will play a huge role in that. But that's, you know, that's a pretty experienced core just there um, to be able to, you know, help drive the team for at least the next year or two and get them heading in the right direction. And then, obviously, there'll be some succession plans around that. But, I mean, Brendan understands Test cricket inside out. He's He's been through the emotions of it. Um, he's been through his own different styles of how he's gone about things. Um, and he's worked out a really successful method. You know, those last 25, 30 Test matches, he was exceptional. So, um, you know, he's had pl- enough, enough success and, and enough tough times also to understand... Um, you know, what's required to be a successful team. What about that relationship between coach and captain? It seemed from the outside anyway that, that you and Brendan forged a um, a very successful relationship. How important will it be that, that Brendan and Ben Stokes get along? Well, I don't think it's just getting along. I think it's just, as you said, getting that working relationship where you can challenge each other, um, where you, you can look at things from a slightly different perspective. And then when you are, when you align or you make a decision, you make sure that you are fully aligned. And that's pretty important in terms of when you're, you know, when you're talking to the group or working with players, there's no mixed messages. And, and I'm sure Brendan and uh, Ben Stokes will be, you know, will have to, you know, form that relationship or build it, um, you know, over the next few months. Um, and that first sort of month on tour, I think will be critical in terms of just getting to know each other and, and getting to, to know that, um even though we might come at it from slightly different angles, we've we've got to be a, a united front and, and make sure that we, you know, we come up with a vision together to, to drive this team forward. If there is a disagreement which can't be, uh, you know, can't be, uh, you know, decided upon, negotiated, whatever, if there is a final say to be had, 
who has the final say, the coach or the captain? Oh, I think if you're talking about things that happen on the field, I think the, the captain absolutely has to have the final say. And, you know, if as a coach you can't sell whatever you're, you're selling well enough, then um, <laughs> then you've got to take that on the chin. But um, certainly in, in my time, you know, we never had a situation where uh, we weren't able to discuss or debate things um, and come to a consensus, you know. There's always, I guess in life, there's always a bit of give and take, isn't there, in terms of, um, okay, well, on this occasion, we'll go with this idea and see how it pl- plans out. And then it's a matter of once you decide to do that, that neither hold a grudge, you know, and neither go, well, that was your decision, it was rubbish, or <laughs> vice versa. Um, and I don't think either of those are those types of characters, you know. Um, I think, you you know, you ever, anyone that's involved at that level understands that not every decision you make is going to work because um, you make so many every day. But uh, whatever you do, you've got to commit to it. I think I probably know the answer to this one, but what's your gut feel, Hess? How do you reckon he'll go? Oh, look, I think he'll do very well. I think that um, he'll start well. I think initially, um, you know, your new coach coming in will bring back some of those experienced players. Um, there'll be a real good vibe in the group um, in terms of it, it'll be a fresh a fresh feel. Um, and then I think once Brendan gets his teeth into things, I think um, he'll make the, ch- the necessary changes that he needs to over the next coming years. So, look, I, I think he'll be very good. Just a, a question on, on what you're up to at the moment, Coach and Director of Cricket Operations at Royal Challenges, Bangalore. How are you enjoying yourself over there at the moment? I mean, you've been you've been involved with the IPL for a while. Are you enjoying yourself? Oh, look, I am. I mean, it's a high-pressure situation over here in the IPL, and as it always is. Um, you know, it's my third season with RCB. I, I, you know, I really enjoy it. Um, it's been a pretty challenging couple of years with uh, with COVID and, and the MIQ situation. Um, it's yeah, certainly hasn't led to the amount of time at home that I, I would have liked or anticipated. So that in itself brings some some challenges. But certainly looking forward to hopefully a, a post COVID era where uh, you know you can you can coach some cricket and, and have a, a good balance in your life. Absolutely, and you're tucked in there in the top four at the moment. Uh, it is pretty tight, though, and and uh, I see Virat Kohli's getting plenty of headlines, probably for the wrong reasons, actually, but of a barren time for him with the bat. How how challenging a time is it for Virat Kohli, and, and, and how are you getting alongside him to try and get him through it? Oh, look, I think, um, you know, any player that's been a, as great a player as as him, um, you know, very rarely goes through tough times. So, um, But he's a, you know, he's a high-quality man, a high-quality player, and and certainly putting a heck of a lot of work in um, behind the scenes. So uh, I'm sure it's not far away. And just to finish, mate, I mean, uh, we still remember fondly your time at the helm, the six years between 2012 and 2018 and and the development of the side in that time and the success that you had across all formats. Uh, How do you reflect upon it? Do you you often think back and and think about, you know, think about the, the things you achieved as coach of New Zealand? Yeah, I think the longer time you're you're removed, the more you you do look back a little bit of nostalgia in terms of you know the the good times you had, and and you also understand that um, you know those jobs aren't easy, and they they do take a heck of a lot out of you, and I think that they should too. I mean, they're, they're such an important role when you a chance to to help represent your country, and um, you know we had a lot of really good players during that time, and we had some really good victories, and and we had the odd tough time as well, so. Um, that probably made you enjoy the, the successes that we had even more. So uh, I, I loved every minute of it. Um, those things can't go on forever. But, yeah, it was a, a six years of my life that I um, I look back fondly. Um, I look back fondly in terms of what we were able to achieve as a team. Um, 
and absolutely delighted whenever I turn on the TV and see the Black Cats do well now. Absolutely right. It's been great to chat to you, Mike. Thanks indeed for taking the time, giving us some great insight into, into how Brennan might go as coach of England. All the best for the rest of the IPL season and uh, look forward to chatting again sometime soon. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bonnie.